The Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Another fucking... I talked about it last weekend, dude. And we had a good weekend last week. That card was crazy. Crazy good. Am I wrong? It was. No, you're completely right. It was a great card. Um, I think we outdid ourselves. all over the place. I think we outdid mm-hmm. ourselves. I think this week's better. Yeah. With yeah, with the yeah. bigger games, there's not really there's. I have a couple pulled up for us of some like uh, mid major games that are good, but the, the mid major slate kind of sucks. But there is matchup upon matchup that is fucking incredible this weekend. It's gonna be an awesome weekend of college hoops. Um, but but no further ado, dude. We just gotta jump into it because we got a lot of games to get over with. So noon noon tip here. Miami's laying two and a half points at home against Virginia Tech. Um, I'm seeing that number on DraftKings right now. Virginia Tech has been playing a lot better as of late, and Miami is basically fighting for their chance to play in the big dance. Connor, do you have a play here? Oh, also, I'm playing the music. Uh, I don't. So, just be prepared. Here. um... And it's not that loud, so you can talk over it. I don't really have a play. Uh, anything probably lean Virginia Tech. Like you said, they have been a lot better. You really gonna? Are you really not betting Miami? This is your team. Yeah, I mean they are my team, but also that I mean they haven't been playing the greatest, and I'm still I'm still a little hurt from last week where we were up big against a very bad pit team and couldn't cover. So the Virginia Tech team, I think, is on a different tier than what that pit team is. So, yeah, I mean, it makes it – I think this game's going to be very close. But if I had to lean, it'd probably be Virginia Tech. I'm not officially locking it up or anything. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm leaning Virginia Tech, too. I think Hunter Couture is the best player in this basketball game. And, again, since Caleb Mills has got hurt for Miami, this Miami team just literally hasn't looked the same. So, moving on here to 2 o'clock tip here. Clemson is laying 5.5 points against the Hoos of Virginia. I'll tell you what, I like Virginia plus 5.5 right now. Um Tony Bennett has these boys playing hard. They are on the cusp of making the NCAA tournament. They're like on the Lenardi's like next, not the next four out, but like the next, next four out. And I think they keep this game close. I think Clemson probably ultimately wins, but I'm going to back the who's here. I don't know if I'll actually bet it. It's too early. It's one of those games where it's like too early. If this was a nine o'clock tip and I had a good day, I'd probably bet it, but 
I'm going to need some conviction from you if I'm going to actually lock this one up. Well, I don't know, because, uh, I mean, if anything, I'd probably be on the other side with Clemson, I think. I don't know. I, I'm not locking it up. I'm not touching this game, because I could honestly make a case for either team to win this game, and also potentially either team to cover it, so don't bet this game yeah this because you should bet this game too close because this is the game you guys want to watch 6 30 tip off here the best rivalry in all of college sports connor yes i'm still here okay oh. well i was waiting for like a smart ass comment after what i just said oh uh, no uh no i thought it was because i i had to change my headphones for whatever reason the headphones i wore was he is died. Well, here, but, uh, I, I'm going to interrupt you. To me, it's the best rivalry in college sports because it's the most competitive. It might not be the best traditional rivalry, but it is definitely the most competitive over a long period of time stretch rivalry we have in probably sports in general, where it's a 50-50 like every year. But anyway, let's get to the game. <laughs> UNC is hosting the Duke Blue Devils. They're laying four and a half points. You can get a plus five if you're on the Duke side there. On DraftKings right now, FanDuel has North Carolina laying four and a half, so depending on what side you're on. Now, this is tricky because I've deemed North Carolina a team I think they can win a national title. Duke has been struggling. They are like a team I, you know, I don't, I'm definitely not the Duke fan I used to be, but I still have a soft spot for them. But I think this North Carolina team is playing like a national title contender. And I was really surprised that this number opened up at five and a half and dropped so quickly to four and a half, like right after it opened. So that means the Sharps were in on Duke, which makes sense though, because the road team always competes in this game and sometimes wins the game outright. Connor, do you have a play here? Because I'm, this was like kind of the number I wanted to bet North Carolina, but the line movement kind of scares me a little bit. I wanted it closer to three, but I'll make do with the four and a half. Um, yeah, I'll lock it up. UNC minus four and a half. Uh, yeah, I just think that there. I know that UNC just lost to Georgia Tech, and I know that Duke beat the shit out of Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. But still, I think there's two levels to this team, to these teams. I just, I think that UNC's on, like you said, that national championship level, or at least at the worst, Final Four team. Duke, I'm still struggling to figure out. I mean, they look good, like every game they look different, and should have lost at home against Clemson, but then you beat the shit out of Virginia Tech. I just, I just think that laying it with UNC is the smarter play. I know this could potentially bite me in the ass, and you're probably going to fight me over it, but I'm laying it with UNC. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I have to find a side here. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to end up betting Duke, but I would not advise anybody to do it. It makes sense, but again, like you said, like I think North Carolina is, is one of the best. Th- I think it's Houston. Well, one of the best four teams. I think it's Houston. UConn, Purdue, in North Carolina, and then everybody else. There's a job like the gap between five and fifty 
is so narrow, but I think those four teams have kind of ascended themselves. But man, this like RJ Davis is just playing at another level that I really anticipated once Caleb Love left and he got to take over. And Duke's guard problem, dude, like it's so talented. Like they have Jeremy McCain, Tyrese Proctor, Jeremy Roach. But there's only one ball, and they can't, and none of the, they can't like put those three guys on the court at the same time and like be able to be okay defensively. And like something's just not clicking and not working. You think we thought Tyrese Proctor would just break out and he would be the alpha here. Jeremy Roach has been there forever. He hasn't really taken it over. And Jeremy McCain has honestly been probably better than both of them. Um, I'm going to take the Duke Blue Devils here, but like any conviction on this bet I really don't have. I think I'm betting with my heart a little bit more than actually like any knowledge on this game. But let's go to the best conference. I don't think there's any sun there's no Sunday games. Okay. For the ACC. I think I have those pulled up. Um let's make sure. Man, you're missing a shitload of ACC games. What? Did I there's not a bunch of games I think I got fucked by the ad. Hold on. Did I get fucked by the ad? I thought there was more. I'm like, that's weird there's only three. Hold on, let me get back on there. Yeah. Covers fucks me every time. Yep, they fuck me with the fucking ad every fucking time. No? <laughs> I don't have lines on there. I mean, that's the problem is a lot of these we don't have lines for. Alright, we're going to pivot here. We're going to use... So Action Network, which is really good for line, like to track the lines, you can get all the books on there. It's awesome on your phone because you can narrow it down by conference, but on a laptop you can't. Which is super annoying. So, oh yeah, I missed a ton of games. There's games like that are happening before that. Um, I don't have lines on these. Why is there not lines on these games? I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm looking and like I don't see a line for Georgia Tech. Uh, it's fucking six fifteen. All right, I'll I'll grab the lines real quick. Um. Yeah, that's super weird. I was like, be- like, there's a game later that we're going to talk about when we get to another conference. I was like begging for the line because I wanted to bet it before the Sharps kind of got on it and lowered it. Um, let's see here. All right, let's go. NC State, Georgia Tech, we do not have a line on it. Kempom has NC State laying eight here. It's a tough one here. I don't have a, a real strong feel on it, but I would think I would lay the points with NC State, a little bit of a letdown spot after the upset of North Carolina for Georgia Tech. But it's really tough when you don't have an yeah. actual number. I know. And normally when we record these episodes, well, we've we've also recorded a little bit later on some of these episodes. But, I'm, but, but. but we're also talking about like 30 minutes later, which is, that's what's weird. Yeah. Um, I will say at least like the marquee have lines for but uh yeah if anything uh i would lay it with nc state um just because georgia tech's coming off the super high of beating unc at home and now you gotta go to nc state which i mean go on guarding bj burns yeah so yeah if anything i'd lean nc state All right. but I'm going to be honest with you. This next game, Pitt is laying 11 points against Notre Dame. I don't want to bet Notre Dame, but I can also tell you this line's not going to be 11. It's probably going to be 8.5. 8.5 and, a half. 
eight and a half, nine. Pitt's not laying 11 points against fucking anybody in college basketball. IUPUI can come in here. They're not laying fucking 11 points. Um, Pitt's been rolling. But if, like, we're basically betting it off a Ken Palm number right now. So if it if it's, like, double digits, I would take Notre Dame in the points. Michael Shrewsbury's a better coach than Jeff Capel. And Pitt's been rolling lately. They're due for kind of a letdown spot here. The one thing, we don't have a line on this game. Don't bet this game. Yeah, this sucks. Because this game is just, like, disgusting each way that you look at. Don't bet this game. If anything, like you said, if it's double digits, take the points with Notre Dame. Wake Forest is hosting Syracuse. Uh, Ken Palm has Wake Forest as a seven-point victors against Syracuse. This line's not going to be that high. It's going to be a four and a half. It's going to be a five. And if I'm getting four and a half and five, I'm locking this up. And I'm not even thinking about it. I think I would be able to. I think I would lay up the six points with Wake Forest, and I'm going to lock this up. Wake Forest is a really good team at home. Steve Forbes, he's so close to getting to the NCAA tournament. He's had such. Steve Forbes has produced the best NIT teams the last two seasons he's been here at Wake Forest. He's due to get to the NCAA tournament. You need this one for your resume. I'm going to lock up Wake Forest. I'm not laying more than six points, though. That's the tricky part about doing the podcast. I don't... I don't know. I'm confused on that. This is... It's pretty late for them not to have lines out for some games. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, even like... Some games, I'm surprised we actually have lines for. So well, some of these games, open, whatever. Some of these lines open at like noon, too, mm-hmm. and then some haven't. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know either. Um, I, I guess I'd be on the same side with you if Wade probably is the better team. I just I don't know because Team's Syracuse has kind of surprised me at times this year. Uh, they have, and they've actually not. They've actually fared halfway decent on the road too, which is kind of a shocker. Here, I'll lock this up. If the if it, the line's this number, you're locking this up with me. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Ken Palm has Florida State as a seven point favorite on the road at Louisville. If it's seven, we're locking this shit up, right? One thousand percent. Do not care. I was hoping there was going to be a line on this game. Uh, yeah, this is. I think until it's a double digit, you take it. I, yeah, I consider it even. Uh, but yeah, Florida State is by far the better team out of, the, out of these two. Coaching advantage, every advantage you could possibly want. The only thing Louisville has going for them is that this is at home for them, but even at that, I still like Florida State. No one's going to be there. They've given up. They've quit on Kenny Payne a long time ago, which they, I mean, they should have. They might actually be, like, rooting for their team to, like, lose as bad as possible so that they could get him out quicker. Honestly, they might. Um, Eric Musselman. Kind of like what I'm doing with Ohio State. Yeah. Eric Musselman is going to be that coach there. Um, let's go to the Big 12. We have lines on all these games. Thank the fuck God. TCU is laying five points at home against the Texas Longhorns. 
Jamie Dixon has this horny frog team playing out of their fucking mind right now. And I can't trust Rodney Terry and this Texas team. They are way just put the rosters next to each other, TCU and Texas. Texas is 10 times more talented than the fucking TCU is. But guess what? TCU is rolling and they are really good. Texas struggles on the road. I'm laying the points of TCU. Already bet this game too. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll be with you on it. Uh, like you said, ECU. I mean, they got the gutted out the win at Baylor. I mean, there's there's something about this TCU team that they they do that they did this last year. They had that little bit of a drop off, but then. When it came to February and March, they were hitting on all cylinders. So, yeah, I'll lay with TCU. I mean, it. It when we say there's something going on, I, it's I boil it down to this. Fucking Jamie Dixon's a really good fucking basketball coach. Like he was at Pitt for fucking forever and had that team like relevant in the Big East. He leaves that program. Yes, they made the tournament last year. They're not making it this year. They've basically been in shambles since he's been gone. Dixon's a really good fucking basketball coach, and that's very And the one time I wish I had a Hard Rock uh, uh, account because they got, they got TCU at four and a half. Yeah, fuck it. We're winning this by, we're winning this by double digits. Um, Oklahoma State is getting a point and a half at home against Kansas State. Um, Kansas State, embarrassing loss at home against Oklahoma. Got the shit kicked in from basically the beginning. Jerome Tang, I think, has a foot out the door. It's either it's either Jerome Tang has a foot out the door or he just is not a good coach. And he just rode Marquise Noel's back to an Elite Eight. Thanks, Deontay. Yeah, this, like, that game was disgusting. And this is the third or fourth game in a row that I've watched of Kansas State and just Jerome Tang just getting outcoached. And it's bad. But on the flip side, Oklahoma State is really bad. So I'm going to lean, laying the points of Kansas State, but I I know what. There's too many good games on the schedule for me to actually lock this one up. <sighs> if you want an angle in for your Wildcats, they're a bubble team. They need if they lose this game, like you're you're dropping hard. So if you want an angle, that's a decent angle there. Yeah, no, I I mean, I haven't been as impressed with Kansas State this year. Obviously, when you lose what they lost, even just in this season alone with losing Tomlin the way that they, they did, but it's at Georgetown, like Marquise and Keontae are in the pros. Just, I haven't been fully impressed. I'd lean Kansas State, but I'm not locking it up. UCF is getting a point and a half at home against Oklahoma. Fuck that. Oklahoma's winning this basketball game. They can win on the road. Porter Moser's better coach than Danny Manning. Get this goddamn UCF bullshit out of here. You don't belong in the Big 12 whatsoever. Oklahoma's winning this basketball game. Granted, I guess the team that I'm backing is not going to be in the Big 12 anymore either, but I still like this one. I already bet this one. I don't think UCF's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I if anything, I, I'll lock it up with you. I'm, I liked Oklahoma when I was looking into this. I 
I haven't even seen the line because, I mean, hell, Pampom alone has this as a three-point win by, by Oklahoma. So, yeah, love Oklahoma here. We got a, we're going to have a lock train going because I got a ton of them. Kansas is getting two and a half points at home against the Houston Cougars. The fourth-ranked team in the nation, they are Ken Palm's darling. They're four points better on a neutral court than anybody in the country, according to Ken Palm. You're not going into fucking Fall Gallon and getting a goddamn win. With the best coach in all of college basketball, Bill Self, Grand Kelvin Sampson's probably number two. It's just not happening. You don't Bill Self does not lose in Fall Gallon. Easy lock. They're winning this game outright. I bet the two and a half is down to one and a half right now, but they no, Kansas, Kansas Jackson won this basketball game. I am not worried about it. You do not go into Fall Gallon to come out with a victory. It just does not happen. I'm not as convinced as you are. I, I struggled with this game a lot. Like, it, it screams for you to be betting Kansas. But... I mean, hell, Ken Palm even had this as a five-point win by Houston. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. That means I think they're eight points better than Kansas, and I don't know if that's true. But at oh, the God. Same time, okay. Like, okay. I think we have – we keep thinking of Kansas being this great team, and, dude, I have not been. All right. A little like, nervous. He, um, 92% of the bets are on Kansas. Exactly. If you want to bet Houston, I'm not going to blame you. Do it. I don't know. I don't know. I can't can't bet it. I'm going to enjoy it. Dude, if it gets down to even like one, I might consider taking Houston. I don't know. Like, it's so tough, dude. Awesome game, though. Awesome game. Yes. All right, I got a lock of the it's decade. It's going to be a great game. Enjoy it, but, yeah. oh, God, don't bet it. I have the lock of the decade, though. Come in here. Okay. We get the return of the meth heads versus the Mormons. BYU is headed to Morgantown, dude. I'm telling you right now, this is a fucking lock of the century. Morgantown, WV. West Virginia is winning this fucking game outright. I'm not even close. I did not even take the plus nine. They're gonna they're going to beat BYU in Morgantown. BYU is coming from Provo, Utah to Morgantown, West Virginia. West Virginia at home has some good wins. They just beat Cincinnati at home. BYU does not travel well. This West Virginia basketball team is not nearly as bad as their record. Fuck that plus nine. They're winning this game outright. But I'll probably also bet the plus nine just to save my ass a little bit. But the first bet I placed on this game is I took the fucking money line. West Virginia wins this game outright. Not even... This is probably my... I'm... On the number, plus nine, West Virginia plus nine is my favorite bet I've placed all season in the 2023-2024 season. Not even a fucking question. That is way too high of a fucking number. This should be West Virginia minus one. I'm getting 10 points on the edge. Fucking tell him, John Denner. 
Oh, God. Tell him, John Denver. Take me home. I'm telling you, West Virginia is one of this basketball yeah, games. You, you need to go the fuck home because no, I'm, t- I'm worried. You're I am drunk, telling you sir. right now, West Virginia is going to win this basketball game. I would, I would make, I would make them favorites in Morgantown. I'm telling you, I would make this line West Virginia minus one. That nine is embarrassing. And this is why it's a good thing you don't own a sports book. Um, I, I don't. For, I did for a little bit. I wouldn't go. Did I tell you about that story? Yeah, so you've told me that story. And this asshole just started With... making like two hundred dollar parlays. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! I better not hit this. I can't afford to pay it. So, I have honestly no idea. I do think that you could be. I'm not willing to say money line, but obviously the nine. I think you're on the right side. Like we've seen West Virginia, or I mean West Virginia, BYU go on the road. But will you stop playing that damn song? Oh, Morgantown. That's just a rip off of Rocky Top. Yeah. Look, listen. Uh, Can you listen to me real quick before I'm I'm gonna convince you to bet this? West Virginia has beat Texas at home, Kansas at home, Cincinnati at home. The only two games they lost at home were way back in early December, when they did not have they did not have Raekwon Battle in those. Going to bet the nine. No, I am not that. willing to bet, bet no money, line. money line. West Virginia wins this basketball game. No. I'm not willing to say that. All right. I love Because at the BYU. same time, this West Virginia team is also very bad. Not at home. Not at home. I understand that, but also they're bad, so they nope. can also get absolutely nope. destroyed at home. I'm with you. I am locking up the nine. White guys don't travel. I'm not willing to just say that they're going to win this game. No, they're winning this game. I'm telling you right now, they're going to win this game. I I would be fucking shocked if West Virginia doesn't win this basketball game. I have, I'm not going to tell anybody my unit size. Connor, you know my unit size. Don't say the dollar amount. You know, you know my unit size. Like, agree with me. I'm not talking to myself. Yes. Yeah, I have, yes. Five, I have five on it. Money line. It's happening. It's I didn't even question it. I was at work. No alcohol in me. I saw the line. I was like, I knew it was going to be that. I tweeted this out earlier. I'm like, I'm waiting for the line to drop because this is embarrassing. West Virginia is going to beat BYU. You want to see BYU's last? Let me let me let me let me tell you BYU's last few road trips, how that's worked out for them. When Texas Tech lost by seven, they beat UCF. Like great, who cares? No home court advantage. Lost to Baylor by nine. Um, lost to Utah by four. They don't play road games, dude. They're coming all the way from Provo. West Virginia's winning this basketball game. Tell you right now. Again, those road losses, though. Take out a second mortgage. On a lot, a lot higher level. You're talking about potential tournament teams when West Virginia is, what, 9-12? and 12? If West Virginia could play at home every week, they'd be a tournament team. Just saying. 
I'm saying, you, you know those little college they, ones? West Virginia lost to Ohio State. They are not a good team. On a neutral. And they should have won that game. They blew it. Still, I no, understand. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I am ba- I, you nope. keep arguing nope. with me. I am with you on the nine. I'm not willing to say that they win this game because they are still bad at the same time. Oh my god, this is why I wish we didn't have to record remote sometimes. I am telling you! I, would reach, I could reach across that table and choke the fuck out of you. If you have a child and you have a college fund, just take all that money out and just bet it on the money line. They're winning this fucking basketball No, because game. you know what's going to happen if you do that? Nope. Your child is going to have to go to West Virginia because you can't afford college. Nope. Nope. I'm telling you right now, West Virginia wins the basketball game. But let's move on here. Texas Tech is laying five and a half points at home. They're hosting the Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati just came off a disappointing home outing, something I did not expect them to lose. Oh, no. No, that was a couple weeks ago. Sorry. They lost to Oklahoma. That was like early. That was last Saturday. My bad. At home against Cincy. I was on Cincy. But again, they just, you know, they lost, just lost to West Virginia on Wednesday. The team that's going to win tomorrow on the money line as nine point dogs. Dude, this this number's way too low. I really like Texas Tech. I think they're su- you know how much I love Wes Miller. Right? No, you're right. I know I know you like them when I a ta- lot. When I talk about mess when I talk about Wes Miller. Then he pulls out and, and it's just hard. That's what happens. But Graham McCaslin's a really good coach too, and I think this Texas Tech has way too much talent. To only be laying five and a half points on the road, they're they're definitely two and a half points better in neutral than Cincinnati. So I'm gonna lay the points here with Texas Tech. I'm gonna lock this one up. Yeah, I come on and join. Not willing to hop on there. I was hoping the number was gonna be a lot smaller, but um, I don't know if I had to lean. I'd probably lean Texas Tech because. I still think we're underrating this team. I think they're a lot better than like what they're perceived. Like they're still at the top of the Big Twelve. I know they've gotten like a little bit lucky and they haven't really gotten tested that much. But still I think if I had to lean, I'd probably lean Texas Tech. This is gonna be one of the ones you bet if you're like let's say seven and two and it's six o'clock, you're like, fuck it, let's keep rolling. Yeah, because the thing that worries me is also Ken Palm has this at four. The thing is with Ken Palm, though, is fucking, that's what Vegas references. You got to find the edges on Ken Palm. But, no, but it does still worry me. Because Ken Palm still does hit on a crazy percentage, so. Um, and, like, I was looking at Texas Tech, like, ATS at home, and, like, they're barely over 50%, and since he's only three and three ATS on the road, so. I mean, there's no real like ATS edge or anything like that. So, yeah, I I, I don't. I had to lean maybe Texas Tech, but I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. So we're 30 minutes in, and we've talked about basically two conferences because I went on a 20 minute rant about how West Virginia is beating BYU. Here's the thing: we only have seven combined games in the Big Ten and Big. Okay, but we have one more in the Big the Big 12, and this game's fucking awesome. This game's awesome. 
8 o'clock window, Eastern Time. Baylor is hosting Iowa State. The Bears are laying three points. TJ Otzelberger has this Iowa State team competing hard, and they're actually playing decent on the road. But, man, you're telling me Scott Drew's on that sideline laying three points in his home building. They just they got back on track with the win against UCF the other day after losing three in a row. I don't have any conviction. I just said all the things about Scott Drew, but I think if I'm leaning anywhere, I actually am going to lean Iowa State at plus three. I mean, here's the thing is 94% of the bets and 93% of the money are on Baylor. Lock it up. So, Iowa State. I, I'm going to bet it. Yeah, if anything, you can get a four and a half out there if you want to bet Iowa State. Um, yeah, I'd probably lean Iowa State. I'm not confident, though, because like you said, it's going against Scott Drew. That's not always a good bet. So... I think it's going to be a very good game, but I don't know if I am willing to lock anything up in this game. All right, let's go to the Big East. This game's fucking awesome. UConn is laying four points in Madison Square Garden against the St. John's Red Storm. I'm thinking with my heart. I I already got this at five and a half. But I'm still – I would still – with my heart, I'm encouraging the listeners to take the plus four with St. John's. Four and a half. You can get a four and a half? Okay, yeah, take the four and a half. Uh, if you have a hard rock account. Um, yeah, this is basically a lean, but I'm locking it up because it's Rick Pitino and St. John's. You got to, man. He- I don't know. This is, this is tough because this is like both parts of my heart because like, I still think UConn is the best, if if not one of the top three teams in the country. And how good do they play, like, in Madison Square Garden? Like, UConn has always played so well there. Exactly. So, I mean, this is tough. I mean, there's a reason. You got it at five and a half. You could get UConn as low as three right now. Is there... There's a reason this line's all over the place because it's just. Ugh. You want a hot take? Um, what? St. John still has the coaching advantage. Potentially. Um, God, 73% of the bets and 77% of the money is on St. John's. This is tough. Um. The real, the real, okay. like if you want to, if I lean, I lean St. John's. They need this win. Okay. They do, and this, like, if they win this basketball game, this is like going to solidify themselves in the NCAA tournament. Um, the matchup, like, if you're, if you don't feel, if my lean and Connor's lean didn't sway you either way, and just want to watch this game, it's going to be odd. Can you imagine watching a game and not have money on it though? That's so fucking weird. It's so hard for me. Yeah, I, I, I always watching. throw a couple bucks. Um, you know, like a live bet. Like well, it. Last I was watching, uh, they were having the Pro Bowl skill challenge, and they were also having the East-West uh, Shrine games. And it did, like, I was looking to see if there were any props on the Pro Bowl 
games going on, and like obviously I know the East versus West Shrine game I can't bet on, but it felt weird to not have money on either one oh, of those dude, events. So, be anyway, if you want to watch the game just for fun, like a nerd, the matchup between Joel Soriano and Donovan Klinga is going to be fucking awesome. I think the key for St. John's here is if you can get Klingon in a little bit of foul trouble and get him off the court, and basically if Soriano can stay on the court and not be in foul trouble, they can kind of dominate the front court there. But you're going to be – you got to make shots. That's the biggest thing. Like, Dennis Jenkins is going to have to make his shots for St. John's. But I do think there's a scenario here where St. John's can – I'm telling you right now, though, like this, this crowd is going to be full of a lot of St. John's fans. They're going to come out for this game. And I do think there's a scenario where they can win this basketball game. I do think they keep it close. So I'm going to lean that way. But I've already bet it. So um, We've got two more in the Big East. DePaul is getting 13.5 at home against Xavier. Lay it. I don't have anything else. DePaul sucks. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm not locking it. Nope, not a chance. Not watching this game. I want no part of it. Um, but we have a game Sunday. Um, Providence is going to Villanova. Villanova's length three per Ken Palm. I honestly think the I've been fucked a couple times, but I think Villanova's the right side here. I think Villanova's not losing six straight games. They're at home. Providence has just played their ass off against UConn and had no business being in that game for as long as they did and having to lead as long as they did. I would lean towards laying the points of Nova. I have no real conviction on it, though. Yeah, I I have no idea in that game whatsoever. Um, yeah, I pro I like like you. I'd probably be on Nova, but no real. Love. Yeah, I have no idea. To the Big Ten, Indiana laying four. Oh, you missed a big Big East no. game. No, I did not. Yeah, Marquette Georgetown. Oh, I guess I did. Oh, I did. I, no, I did. I did miss that because I remember even seeing it because I wanted to talk about uh, UConn and um, St. John's. But yeah, uh, Georgetown's laying twelve or getting Georgetown's laying twelve. Yeah. If Georgetown is laying twelve, put everything on Marquette. Jesus. Georgetown's getting twelve at home against Marquette. Similar to the Xavier DePaul game, Georgetown stinks. Lay with Marquette. Here's the thing, though. I, did something happen that I missed? It opened at 13.5, and, and it's down to 11. I think a lot of people are – they watch that. Everybody everybody and their mom watch Ed Cooley's return to Providence and be like, oh, they're like halfway capable. They're not. They stink. They Ed Cooley's a better coach than Kim English. And that's why they played so hard. They played so well. I'm laying it. Yeah, yeah. It, hopefully, it keeps dropping because then I'd probably lock it up. But yeah, lay it. If anything, don't bet it unless it drops. You hopefully get around ten. All right, let's so move over to the Big Ten. Indiana is laying four and a half points at home against Penn State. You know how much I love Big Ten home teams here. But I'm a little nervous, though, because Mike Rhodes is a really good coach. And he just went into the rack in 
Piscataway, New Jersey, and beat the shit out of Rutgers. So it's going to back me off a lock a little bit. I'll lean laying the points with Indiana, but I'm not going to bet this game probably. There's too many good games on for me to bet this one. Yeah, don't bet it because also these spreads are all over the place. FanDuel, four and a half points bet, five and a half. Hard Rock, six and a half. Don't bet this game. Who has six and a half? Hard Rock. I mean, if if you're going to get a six and a half number and you want to bet this game, like bet Penn State at plus six and a half. Like that's not a terrible bet. Oh, God, yes, yes. No, but you're getting two. Also, at the same time, Indiana or like Big Ten home game. So, and and not not to mention Big Ten home games, but at Assembly Hall. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I know Penn State's just not good, in my opinion. No, not at all. Um, this game's awesome. Minnesota, Northwestern. Minnesota is hosting Northwestern. This is down to a pick em. It opened at one and a half here. They don't want to lock up the Golden Gophers. I think they win this basketball game. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Northwestern is not this. They just came off an emotional overtime loss against Purdue. I'm telling you. Ben Johnson has this gopher team playing well. And no, they're not in the bubble picture right now, but if they can string together a couple wins like this one and a couple more, they're going to be right there. Minnesota's not that bad, dude. This is not a pushover anymore. Minnesota's winning this basketball game. Lock it up. Yeah, I mean, if if anything, uh, like you can still, you can find Minnesota at plus one and a half. You could bet them at minus one and a half. Who the fuck has plus want, one and but- a half? Uh, Bet Rivers and Hard Rock. That's. Uh, we should talk about this. The books that don't offer like anything good always have like obscure lines, but I don't have them. Eventually, I am going to get myself a Hard Rock account just because me, I get the best line possible. I don't care what book it is. True. There's a reason that, like, I have money in so many different. If you are from Ohio, find the best line. To um, yes. underdog fantasy just got approved a couple weeks ago. We haven't talked about it on there. Um, you can bet the fantasy right now, but the pickums that should be coming soon to Ohio here in the next like couple months. They got the license agreed. Here's happen. the other thing, though. You know Minnesota is the best covering team in the nation at a whopping seventeen and three against the dude. Spread. You should see their home ATS. It's fucking nuts. What un- unbeaten? No, it's 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 not that high. But it, I'm pretty sure they've lost. They've only not thirteen and one with a plus five and a half ATS plus minus. Like they're the best. They don't. They don't lose at home, dude. And that that they also have one of those courts. Thirteen, thirteen and one. That is insane at home. And they have that like fucked up court with like the elevated surface, and it's a little bit of elevation, dude. Minnesota's won this basketball game. Did you lock it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely Fuck locking yeah. it. I I mean, especially now if you could even get it with points, but either way. Take Minnesota. This is going to be one of those plays where everybody's like, God damn, these guys are dumb. 
And then we come in Monday and recap. And we're like, we fucking told you so. They're winning this game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this game sucks. Michigan's laying three and a half at home against Rutgers. This game sucks. This will not be on any TV that I have. I'm going to have a lot of TVs. And I just got another TV, actually. Hopefully it works. I'm better not. Yes. You're such a loser. $55, Connor, for a 65-inch smart TV. We're gamblers. Yeah, We're gambling. And you still haven't gotten it. You're probably going to get stabbed when you go to get it. No, it's no, it's a real site. It's like people that buy the Amazon pallets. Now, I'm probably I'm not going to get stabbed. But I'm going to get it and take it home, and it's unplug it in. And it's not going to work. That's fine. No, actually, it's going to work, and then your wife's going to stab you. <laughs> that or my dog will fucking smack the TV. Oh God, I hope G just goes full on. Like full sprint into that TV. It'd be great revenge for her taking out my TV. Dude, I thought about doing um, recaps every night of the tournament, like live. But I'm like, dude, I was talking to Jamie about that, and she's like, "You sure you're gonna be okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're, you're probably right." We're gonna stick to placing, uh, doing all the bets the first night the Wednesday before and the Saturday morning for the second round because I'm like, dude, I on a Thursday night at like two in the morning, I'm going to be fucked up. You don't want to hear me host the show. No. And if it's like any other year, God knows if we'll have any voices. All right. That's true. Um, do you have a play on this game? I don't really, I, I, I think I was lean Rutgers to be honest with you. Coach and manage. John Howard sucks. Steve Peichel's a, fucking electric i don't know because i mean michigan at home just plays a little bit different i know we just lost with them also man i i understand they have the coaching advantage but man i i don't know if there's much of a talent advantage between Rutgers and michigan so that's true doug mcdaniel is gonna be he's able to play in this game too so yeah, I mean, I'd probably lay it with Michigan as gross as that is for me to say. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like, I mean, they beat Ohio State at home, and I I value Ohio State on the road better than I do Rutgers on the road. I'm I'm just literally not going to watch this game. I do not care about it. We're going to recap it Monday, and I'm going to find out what the score was. Yeah. Most likely. Um, last one for Saturday. 5.30 tip here. Michigan State is laying six and a half points on the – at home against the Maryland Serpents. Um, if you don't recall, Michigan State beat Maryland on their home court by two a couple weeks ago. Your boy got the plus two and a half to cash Maryland. Maryland kind of blew that game a little bit. Maryland's a little bit of a different team on the road. And Michigan State, the tale is old as time. This is why I told everybody, quit fucking doubting Tom Izzo. This happens every year, and I hate fucking Michigan State. I hate Michigan State so much, and I hate Tom Izzo. Yeah, you love them this season, and look at what's happened. But what's happening right now? They're coming into form. No, you're right. Good ball. Everybody doubts it every year, and it's just a – dude, it's it's, it's it's death taxes. You know what? Tom Izzo, lock the turn up, of the year. Lock it up, lock it up, Let lock it up. Michigan State Ooh. minus six and a half. Lay the six and a half points with the Spartans. They're blowing Maryland out of the water. Yeah, the more 
I was looking into this. The more you started talking, give me Michigan State, dude. Now, I will say once we get to March, um, I don't know if this is a team I really love and think it's going to go very far, but they're going to they're gonna do some numbers in the Big Ten, and they might actually win. I wouldn't be surprised. Like When the odds come out, I will probably bet them to win the Big Ten tournament because I think they will. That's just a Tom Izzo move. But I don't know how much mm-hmm. I really love this team. Tyson Walker, dude. I love Tyson Walker, but he shoots. He makes every clutch shot. Am I wrong? Every clutch shot. Mm-hmm. But he's he's going to be Tom. He His potential to be Tom Izzo's first 20-point scorer ever. And that, I think that kind of shows something because I think his volume is just like kind of out of control. All right, so we have two games for two games for Sunday. Let's get to the one. Let's get this one out of the way. Nebraska is going to Champaign. Play the Illinois Fighting Illini. Ken Pop has Illinois at minus nine, which I actually kind of agree with. I would lay the points with Illinois. Nebraska is a completely different team away from home. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, you might actually like if this. The problem is too. If this was at Nebraska, I'd be all over Nebraska. But because this is at Illinois, I'd be all over. Yeah, we didn't. We don't get to recap on Saturday or on Fridays because there's so many games. But like, dude, that game, you fell asleep, right? Yeah. No, I got I got to watch the end of uh, Nebraska getting that cover. Dude, that was awesome. in the win outright. Well, I, outright. That, yeah, that outright. Win. That game was awesome, dude. They were down, I think it was twenty eight to seven at one point, or twenty seven to seven, or something like that, and they stormed back and won that game. It, they're a completely different team away from home. This was the this is the big one though. Purdue is laying a point, according to Kempom, at Wisconsin. We're talking about the number two ranked team in the nation versus the number six team ranked in the nation. Yes, Wisconsin just lost. I am telling you right fucking now, Wisconsin's winning this basketball game. Take all the points. They're going to be favored. I don't care what Kempom says. Wisconsin will be a point, like a one and a half point favorite, I think, when it opens. Ladies of Wisconsin, Wisconsin's winning this basketball game. They are not the staples of the old Wisconsin team where there's just a bunch of white dudes out there that have no athleticism but play really good defense and share the ball well. This seems athletic. A.J. Stored that came over from – it was the same team from last year. This this Wisconsin team last year was like so close to making the NCAA tournament and didn't. They fell a little short, and they just add A.J. Stored, a phenomenal – basketball player that played at St. John's last year, and he is taken off. Dude, Wisconsin's won in this basketball game. I love this one. I will lay anything. I will take any point. It doesn't matter. The money, I'm just going to basically be on the money line this entire time. Wisconsin's going to win this game against Purdue. I really have no idea which side I would be on. I'd probably toss a coin. To decide it, I I really don't know. I we, think it's gonna be a hell of a game. But do do you want to know what swayed me? Purdue, huh? Because I did think this was a decent spot for Purdue. I do, but they've lost two games this season on the road, and it was the inter in environments that were 
one of the best in the Big Ten. And that was at Northwestern and at Nebraska. And those are t- two really tough places to play. Wisconsin is a very tough place to play. And if you put Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Northwestern on the court together, Wisconsin's going to win seven out of ten times. I think this team's more talented. It's a very tough environment. Um, the front court worries me a little bit because I don't trust the front court against Zach Eady. I mean, come on. Like Zach Eady's the best college basketball player we've seen in ten years. Probably since Tyler Hansborough. Like he's he's so fucking good and he's gonna be back here next year. But unfortunately. Um I'm yeah, gonna, I I'm gonna watch the game. I'll probably have a play on it at once I see like where the splits are and everything like that, but I really just I can't lock anything up in this game because this game yeah, I get it. The young guards don't travel very well for Purdue. It's the old white guys don't travel system that I'm playing. All right, let's go to the big the Pac-12 here in the final season of their existence. Um, God damn it. Fuck. Fuck me. Fuck. Fuck me. So I had this whole fucking thing planned, and I didn't do it. I was going to skip over the Big Ten, wait for you to ask me, well, what about the Big Ten? And I was going to say... That's not, not an actual basketball conference because they won't let everybody in their conference tournament next year. And I fucking forgot. Oh, get out of here. That's stupid. Oh, wah, wah, wah. All right. We're 52 minutes in here. We got to go. Um, UCLA, well, that's the only shitty thing about action is, like, if you bet on something already, it pops to the top. Let's go in chronological order here. Well, Three. Let's see what Cody bet on. <laughs> I know. Uh, a little tease here. Um, 3 p.m. on the Pac-12 Network. Fuck the Pac-12 Network. Um, Arizona State is laying two and a half points at home against Cal. Lay it. Arizona State's good at home. Um, I don't love Arizona State as a team whatsoever. I think they have a lot of guys that are very ego-driven. and pl- just It's a lot of really good basketball players, but none of them gel together. But still at home... Two and a half. Like the line's telling me that Cal is a half a point better than Arizona State at home or on a neutral. I don't agree with that. Lay the points with the Sun Devils. Yeah, I I'd probably lay it with Arizona State. Here's a fun game you can't watch. Also on the Pat Twelve Network. Utah is laying two points at home against Colorado Buffs. Utah's really good at home, dude. Yeah, and Colorado has been like struggling on the road lately. You could still get Utah at one minute. I consider laying it. I won't lock it up, but I'm gonna lean the buffs here. But I don't lock really. It. I bet no, it's a complete like phantom pick. That this because I also have a future on to make the. Who uh, needs this win board. more though? Is it Utah or is it Colorado? Definitely Utah. Colorado's like... Oh, yeah. Colorado's, Colorado's been like in, in as far as Lenardi and Utah's yeah. on that. Again, like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just... I don't want to go... I'm not... No, I'm not going to do it because I'm going to get on a, a fucking tirade. But like the fact that Utah... 
is a bubble team and like Indiana State has to fight for their lives to get in the tournament is a joke. Like I I fucking hate that shit. Every conference should cap how many teams should be in there. I nope, not gonna do it because I'm gonna go on a tirade. Um, USC is laying six and a half points at home against the Oregon State Beavers. Fuck that. Take the points of Oregon State. They're playing well. Wayne Tinkle has these boys playing some good ball here. And also, USC sucks. We're gonna we should get gonna ignore that. They're terrible. Oregon State's gonna Oregon no, think... win this game. Yeah, I, I I definitely consider taking Oregon State. I know that they just the other night lost by eight to UCLA. Wrong one. There we go. Oh Lord, you and these buttons, I swear. Um yeah, I would definitely consider taking Oregon State. I'm thinking a little Iowa State, Oregon State, West Virginia money line parlay. Underdogs. Dear God. I think you're thinking like twenty to one here. I like that. You on? I I think you're crazy, but I'm telling you, West Virginia's one this fucking basketball game. I will give up. What do you want to bet on this? Against me? Nothing. I'm not betting against you. I bet on the Cut app, which is like a like a peer to peer betting app. I I risked five dollars, and then Jr. had to risk fifteen dollars. Against me on the money line. I don't want any part of the eight and a half. Don't need it. Unless you're just going to win that game. Um, moving on here. This is, a, this is a really fun game. It's late. It's on 9 o'clock. And guess what? No one can fucking watch it. Washington in what? It's like the basketball version of the Apple Cup. I don't know if they do that shit. But Washington is hosting Washington State. It's a pick em. Um, Washington State or Washington is actually like decent at home. But I'm not fading Kyle Smith in any scenario. So I'm going to lean Washington State here. Yeah, I'd, I'd lean Washington State. I still think they're the better team. And they kind of, they need this win more than Washington does. Well, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Cause Washington- well, I mean, Washington, Washington, I don't think, has any shot. But Washington State still has a, I think, outside shot to make it in. Yeah. Unlike the Big Ten in 2024, Washington will always have a shot because they can win their conference tournament. So they can still. You can keep trying to make these jokes, but until you realize other conferences are going to do the exact same thing. Big 12 won't. I will. If the Big 12 does it, I will sit here and say, I apologize, Connor. The Big 12 won't do it. I'm telling you right now, they're not going to do it. They will. They're not gonna do it because they. Lo- they- we could talk about this off air. We've wasted enough time bullshitting about because stuff they care the about college game. basketball. All right, last one here, and yeah, obviously everybody are, probably already knows where I'm going here. Uh, UCLA is getting a point and a half at home against the Oregon Ducks. Dude, lock this one up. This was not even a question. UCLA is one of this basketball game. They've been playing well. Winners of four or five. 
Their only loss was on the road at Arizona where they led the majority of the basketball game. They blew it at the end. They lost by six. Oregon's full is gold, dude. They're not good. Oregon is not a good basketball team. They don't deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. I can name 25 mid-majors I would rather have in there. Mick Kernan is a really good coach, and he has these guys playing really well. I think UCLA is going to win this basketball game. Locking this one up. I would more than likely lean UCLA, and I think you said it, Oregon, a little bit fool's gold. All right, but let's get to this one because this this the SEC slate this weekend is awesome, and we're probably going to disagree yes. a little bit on this one. All right, 1 p.m. tip. Georgia, the Bulldogs are laying a point against South Carolina. South Carolina is coming off a road victory against Tennessee where I bet against them, and I I tried to convince you, and you didn't come on board, so good for you. Where Tennessee was laying at thirteen. Points. Well, no, they were money line par- in a parlay, and they oh, were yeah. the only like they didn't fucking hit. Of course, the minus like nine hundred probably. It was. It was. No, they were minus like thirteen, thirteen uh, hundred. But oh, Jesus. it was. Bad. <laughs> yes, it was terrible. Lamont Parrish has turned this fucking so. <laughs> South Carolina wasn't ranked this week, which is weird because they're like sixteen and three with wins at, like on the road at Kentucky and shit. But they're they're getting a point on the road at Georgia. Connor, I want you to talk because you you're a little bit fond of this Georgia Bulldog team and Mister Mike White. I think he's done a really good job. I would probably be on Georgia had. They not completely fumbled the bag against Alabama. That, oh my God, that collapse was just terrible. I think I texted you when Georgia was only up by six. I'm like, Georgia's about to fuck me. They did. And yep. guess I, what, I, dude? Oh my God, it was, it was awful. It was terrible. I honestly have no idea. Um, I'll watch this game and enjoy it. I am not picking a side. Lock up them Bulldogs in Georgia. They're winning this game. I have lost so much money fading South Carolina because they're not good. They're well coached, but they're not good. Um, I mean, I, I think it's hard to tell, say a team that's 18-3 nope. is. Not good. <laughs> Who is the former Ohio State guy that's their star guard? Michi. Too many white claws. Michi Johnson, yes. I don't think he's very good. Yes. If he's your star player and you're winning games, like, no, you're not that good. And Georgia is really good at home. And they're still have it, they have a shot at, to make the NCAA tournament. I think they win this game. But, again, this is a lockup that should probably be a lean because I've literally just faded South Carolina a hundred times and they keep fucking me in the ass. So um, we did miss one Pac-12 game. It's on Sunday. Um, Stanford is going to Arizona. Ken Palm has it at 17. Um, Arizona's really good at home. I like Stanford a lot, but I'll take the points of Stanford. I'm not. I probably won't bet this game. If there's some crazy I line movement bet. that I like, maybe, but probably not. If you could get Arizona at 15, take it. 
Deal. If it's a 15, I will also take it. Um, LSU is laying five and a half at home against Arkansas. Um, Muss has quit on his team. Devo Davis has exited the program. And do we want to talk about the shit that's going on in Arkansas right now? Did I miss something? Oh, dude. I, I don't know if we want to. We, we say can some, talk about we it. Say some stuff. I, I, we say some. No, let me say this. We say some stuff on here that's appropriate enough. We like ride the line. This one might cross it. So let's we'll we'll do this half of the pods over. But anyway, I'm laying the points with LSU. LSU is gonna blow them the fuck out. They just beat Missouri on the road for like their first win in a long time. Muss is out, dude. He's the coach of Louisville, or is he, he's either Louisville's coach or UCLA's head coach? LSU is gonna blow them out. Yeah. 10 to 15 yeah, point I'd win. Consider, yeah, I'd consider laying it with LSU, but uh, I I can't lock it up But because I also don't – I still wonder if this LSU team's worth the shit, and I really don't know, but yeah, I'll I, lay it with them. I'm praying to God for some reason. LSU was the, the school that might do it too, that like Will Wade comes home. Um, Vanderbilt is getting two points at home against Missouri. Lay the points with Missouri. Missouri has – they're way better coach, and if they're going to win an SEC game, this is their only shot. So I'm going to take the. I'm going to lay the two points in Missouri. I'm not going to log this up. There's too many good games on to, to like watch this one. It'll be a close game, but I'd still lay it with Mizzou. Like you said, don't watch it. Don't pay attention to it. We'll find out the score on Monday. Monday, exactly. <laughs> um, Texas A&M is laying two and a half at home against Florida. Florida just beat Kentucky in Rupp Arena. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Lay the fucking points to Texas A&M. They need this win. Buzz Williams will outcoach Todd Golden. Florida is not no, you're right. going into two different arenas in the SEC. Two really tough places to win. And getting back-to-back road victories as an underdog. Not a chance. Lay the points. I like this one up. I already bet it. Yeah, I'd I'd lay it with Texas A&M. That's my guy. I'll probably end up. We think a lot of like. I'm glad nothing changed. uh, It's it's more for basketball than football, but yeah. But you know what that is though is like we don't think. We've also been betting on sports for like a decent amount of time where it's. You don't just look at something like face on. You think about spots. You think about angles. You think about like a revenge angles. You think about um, the motivation on each team because that's a, psychology is a giant thing when it comes to betting. Because guess what? But not even just that. I think in college basketball, trends hit a lot oh, yeah. more than they do in college football. College football, you're right. College football, there's a lot of like, hey, we're bigger, faster, stronger than you. We'll just bet on it. But you can be a bunch of white kids who have no athleticism but play like a super structured and systematic like system and win games against some super athletes. So I get that. Um, let's keep going. We got a lot. We have a few games left. I do have a couple mid mid majors we got to talk about still. Um, Ole Miss is getting four and a half at home against Auburn. I struggled with this one, man. I really did. 
four and a half is a lot of points. To be led against Chris Beard at home. But we also, I think, me and you think alike. Like, this Ole Miss team is not good. They're going to be in the tournament, and they're going to get beat in the first round. But then at the same time, we have the same problem with this Auburn team. That is also a fair point. This is, I mean, this is the kind of, like, we say the fraud bowl. I mean, this is the fraud game of the century. Um, I have no idea. Part of me, like, part of me wants to take uh, Ole Miss. But, I mean, even Ken Palm had this as a six-point win by Auburn. But, like, is Auburn all that they've been cut out to be? Especially, like, they ju- didn't they just lose at Mississippi State? Yes. Lost, side, like, a week ago at Mississippi State. So, yeah, Dude. I don't know if anything I'd, consi- I'd probably consider taking the home points. Yeah, yeah. I-, I would definitely take the four and a half. If I'm having a good night, I'm probably going to bet this one. I would take Ole Miss in the points. Speaking of Mississippi State, Alabama's laying eight and a half points against them at home against Mississippi State. Dude, not even a question. Play the points, Alabama. They are a juggernaut at home. Yep. They're yes. juggernaut at home. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, I mean, I I worry that Mississippi State's going to be able to keep up with that scoring. I know that Chris Jans did a lot to try to make this Mississippi State team a lot better shooting team, but. I don't know. It's going to be hard to keep up with Alabama, especially like Sears last game and the last couple games has just, he's kind of just taken over games. No, and I think there's a chance that he could do in this game. No, you're hundred percent right. Cause like Jan's brought in some transfers that are like offensive guys and kind of steered away from his like defensive mindset aspect that he's always had but it's just not like came to fruition Mississippi State is very similar to like last year's Iowa State where you fade you take them at home you fade them on the road so also when Alabama's like been really good or at home all season long you're gonna take them there and the last one well you could get you could still get Alabama at eight so take it where's that at uh, uh, uh DraftKings. Honestly, you know what? I think I figured out what I'm gonna that bonus bet that I have. Mm-hmm. I think I figured out what I'm putting that play on. Oh God, now eight and a half, motherfucker. What? 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 You were gonna put on Alabama? Yeah, especially if I could still get it at eight. But okay. yeah, the line keeps moving all over the place. Right, the last one to close it out. Eight thirty tip on ESPN. This game's fucking incredible. Tennessee is going on the road to Rupp Arena to play the Kentucky Wildcats. They are laying a point and a half. Both teams off a loss. Tennessee lost to South Carolina at home, and Kentucky lost to Florida at home. So I was prepared to take Kentucky. Like, 
a couple weeks ago, but then like shit just got weird. Like, did I did? Did you expect fucking Tennessee to lose I, to South Carolina? I might have cursed then. You honestly, I'm, I mean, as soon as I placed that future on them, they've been down. It's um, Dude, this, it, one's, it, this one's tough. Kind of like that. It, it, it's kind of like UConn last year for me, but I'm not cashing out of that future because I still think they have the talent to fuck shit up once they get into the tournament. But I will say this is tough. I'm going to I'm going to listen to your analysis of this game, and it might sway me either way. Because there's one side that I'm I I kind of really want to take, but I want to hear your opinion on it. Dude, I don't know my as far as this game, like my brain just keeps doing mental gymnastics just because it's Kentucky at home. You're going with, in my opinion, the coaching advantage. Like, I know Barnes is good, but then at Maybe. the same time, it's not March. What? It's not March yet. Yeah. But I was also I, I would still give Calipari the advantage, but Yeah, but at the same time, who's been the more consistent team? I know Tennessee just lost. But at the same time, who has been the more consistent team? It has been Tennessee this season. So I I honestly do not know. Um All right. I'll inter- I don't I'll interrupt. I have a lock. Uh, it's, it's it's so tough, man. I think I'm going to walk up the Wildcats plus one and a half at home. Here's the thing. Tennessee's super physical. And I'm not saying Kentucky's soft by any means, but like, I still think at the end of the day, you know how much I love ground and pound football, right? Yes. But when it comes to basketball, like, as you can be as physical as you fucking want, athleticism is going to outweigh physicality every day of the week. And I think Kentucky's just too phys- or too athletic for them. And as lo- they have they have three or four guys that can lock up, don't connect. And as long as you can limit him, yeah, like granted, this is gonna be a lottery pick in the draft. So like good luck containing him. But I'm gonna lock up Kentucky. I have to bet have a, I have to have a bet on this game. So, I'll take Kentucky here. I don't love it, though. I don't know, because, man, it's like, heart says Kentucky because of the upside. Brain says Tennessee because of the more consistent team. I mean, if you battle me on it, I'm not going to question anything you say. Like, I get it. I totally do. It's, It's too tough. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to enjoy this game. You have to pick a side. I don't know. Like a lean. Do I? <laughs> Just take the over. Fuck. Call it a day. Yeah, I'm, I, I might might as well. What is the over? Um, I, I don't even know. Probably like 148. Uh, I'm going to say like 148. <sighs> Um, I already bet this game, so... 
And again, folks, I don't love this game, but I have to bet it. Oh, shit, it's 160. Fucking bet it. Just do it. Kentucky allowed Georgia to score 90 points. I lean Tennessee. Okay. I'm going to... And I'm fully prepared to be wrong. All right, we have one. What's the? We have one game left. That it it, it does matter. It's I, I had a couple other mid majors in there, but we're an hour and fifteen in here. But St. Mary's is headed to Gonzaga. Gonzaga's laying three points now is what I see the line at. I bet it at two and a half already. I'm laying the points with Gonzaga in the Bulldogs. I don't feel great about it. To me, the angle is like, hey, we're still the kings of the WCC. We own this conference. Mark Few is one of still one of the best five coaches in college basketball. He's done amazing. He has this team like at least relevant and on the bubble watch, and this team sucks. This team is not talented. So I'm going to lay it with Gonzaga, but I don't love it. I already bet it. So... You better get to it quick because I just saw DraftKings had it at uh, four. But, yeah, I, um, I saw yeah, the, I, the line movement. I honestly have no... Uh, I guess if I had to lean, I'd lean Gonzaga at home. But also the margin in this game is going to be very close, I yeah. think. But I don't know. I get it. All right. Before we get out of here, good luck to everybody this weekend. It's an amazing slate. But I only can say one thing. The West Virginia Mountaineers are winning on the money line against BYU tomorrow. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, At this point, I kind of hope BYU wins by 20. I hate you. All right. Um... We'll see you guys next Monday to recap this amazing slate of college basketball. Until then, we're out of here. Peace.